Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. For some time, Jesse Calvert's sweetheart had been hinting at a plan by which he hoped Jesse might gain possession of her husband's wealth. Naturally, Brett intended to share in it. The first problem had been to bring about Ben's cutting his daughter out of his will. Following Brett's suggestions, Jesse had managed to alienate father from daughter. There was no question about her success, for Jesse had seen the new will with her own eyes. She had even shown it to Brett. The unprincipled Mr. Cameron had been very pleased. His satisfaction was heightened when Ben's wife told him that she suspected her husband to be seriously ill. Brett insisted Jesse must visit Ben's doctor and find out exactly what was wrong, without, of course, letting the physician know the true reason for her concern. This afternoon, Jesse has just arrived at Dr. Lewis's office by appointment. Now she is seated opposite the physician who faces her across his desk. Uh, how have you been, Jesse? Quite well, thanks. Good. You certainly look fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd never take you for a prospective patient. Oh, I'm not, Dr. Lewis. There's nothing wrong with me at all. At least, not physically. Not physically? I've been under rather a strain otherwise, though. That's why I'm here, Doctor. I wanted to have a talk with you about Ben. I see. I'm terribly concerned about him. Mm-hmm. What seems to be the trouble? That's what I... Well, you see, Ben told me about coming here last week. Oh. Why, yes, Ben came in for a checkup. I gather you told him he was somewhat run down. That's right, Jesse. Nothing out of the way. A man Ben's age, you know... The mechanism isn't what it was when he was younger. He needs more rest, or to take it easy. If he's reasonably careful, he'll be all right. But he mustn't be foolish. I know. I've been telling him that for months. I've tried to make him slow down, but you know how Ben is. He won't listen. (laughs) Ben is inclined to be rather stubborn. That's just it. About that tonic you prescribed, I'll try to see he takes it according to schedule. Tonic? Oh, yes, the the tonic. I imagine it's something to build him up, isn't it? Mm. I was rather curious about it, Dr. Lewis. I never saw a tonic which looked quite like that. Why, uh, what do you mean, Jesse? Well, the color of it, for one thing. (laughs) Oh, maybe I'm old-fashioned, but all the tonics I ever saw had a funny, darkish look to them. (laughs) Oh, that doesn't mean anything. And then such a tiny bottle. Usually you take that sort of thing with a spoonful. Ben seemed to be administered by the drop. I'm curious about it. Mm-hmm. What's on your mind, Jesse? Look, Dr. Lewis, I might as well be frank with you. I certainly wish you would be. All right, then. I'll tell you what I think. In the first place, I don't believe that stuff you prescribed is a tonic at all. And in the second place, I think Ben is seriously ill. Well, what gives you that idea? I wish you wouldn't hedge, Dr. Lewis. I'm positive I'm right. You see, I've known about it for some time. Known about what? His condition. But I thought it wasn't too serious. However, when I learned he'd been to see you, when I saw that medicine, I... then I began to feel alarmed. I see, Jesse. Oh, I'm perfectly aware of professional ethics, but personally, I think that sort of thing can be carried too far sometimes. Especially when it doesn't accomplish its purpose. Nevertheless, as Ben's physician, I'm in no position to... You mustn't forget, I was Ben's secretary for years. I know a lot about him, and it makes it much harder for him to keep secrets from me. 
I've always been in the habit of looking after his papers, too. And it just so happens I remember a letter I came across about a year ago. It was from some physician in Chicago. Chicago? Hmm. Ben did mention something about a man he saw in New York some years ago. But I didn't know he'd seen anyone in Chicago. Oh, well, perhaps this letter wasn't New York. I don't remember exactly. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is that I remember what was in it. And lately, since Ben's been feeling so rocky, it came back to my mind. Jesse, have you discussed all this with Ben? Frankly, I haven't. Ben has a lot of pride, you know. He resents being checked up on. And you probably know as well as I do, Ben's quite sensitive about his age. I mean, he hates to admit he's so much older than I am. Oh, not that it makes the least difference to me. Mm-hmm. Just the same, I try not to remind him of it. And if I talk about his health, he always thinks I'm implying he's falling apart. The main thing, so far as Ben's health is concerned, is to keep him on an even keel. Don't let him get upset if you can help it. I realize you don't need to be told that, though. Oh, I should say I don't. I've been trying to make things just as pleasant for Ben as I know how. And for a while, he did seem to be getting along quite well. But then when I discovered he'd been coming to see you, and after the attack he had a few days ago... What attack? Surely he's mentioned it to you. Well, no, he hasn't. Hmm. That's odd. You'd better tell me what happened. Well, it was the day we went to Huntsville, when Kit appeared in court to be sentenced. Naturally, the whole thing was an ordeal to Ben. He was under a great deal of strain. I think you know how upsetting Kit's behavior has been to him. Yes. Yes, he mentioned something to that effect quite recently. But this time he seemed to be getting through it all right, and I hoped he wouldn't have any ill effects. But then we ran into Randy Lane. Ben never could abide any of the Lanes. Yes, I know all about Ben's unreasonable attitude on that score. Well, I'm not prepared to argue the pros and cons now. Anyway, he and Randy got into an argument. Ben was quite nasty, and Randy got mad. He has quite a temper, too, you know. He took a step toward Ben, and I thought he was going to strike him. Now, look, Jesse. Randy Lane may have a hot temper, but I'm sure he wouldn't hit a man as old as Ben. Well, perhaps he wouldn't, but at the moment I wasn't taking any chances. I did my best to calm them both down, and Randy left. A moment later, Ben went gray as ashes. He was gasping for breath, and but he sort of collapsed. Wait, scared me to death. I wanted so much to help him, but he wouldn't let me do anything. That's why I came to see you today, Dr. Lewis. I see. If we could get this whole thing out in the open, I'd be much better able to help him if something like that should happen again. It's perfectly true a man with Ben's trouble ought to be around someone who knows how to deal with it. Exactly. And after that attack the other day, well, that's why I decided to come to you, so that you could bring me up to date. Tell me what I should do in case of another attack, for instance. Well, there's not too much you can do with a heart condition such as Ben has, Jesse. Oh, no, I, I suppose not. I'm very glad to learn you know about it. I tried to persuade Ben he ought to tell you. You did? Oh, yes. But he was dead set against your knowing. Yes, I know. But it would be so much better for him if I know. So much safer. And he still can think I don't know. Hmm. Frankly, this takes quite a load off my mind. To be honest with you, I've been worrying about Ben. You mean it's very bad? Isn't there something that can be done? Well, the main thing 
he absolutely must be forced not to overexert himself. As I told him when he was here, he ought to avoid climbing all those stairs at 11th Street. There must be a room he could use on the ground floor. Why, yes, that wouldn't be difficult to arrange. And by all means, persuade him to agree to it. You ought to take a rest. Lie down in the middle of the day. In other words, he never should become overtired. I see. Well, it's going to be difficult. I've been trying to slow him down, as I told you. Well, now that you know how important it is, you'll be able to help him a lot more. I hope so. And then, uh, about the medication, Jesse, by all means, you must see that it's always handy in an emergency. It's a heart stimulant, you see. If Ben should have an attack, it could make all the difference. I understand. And if I manage to see he follows these rules? I wish I could promise you something. But frankly, my dear, I can't. You might as well know the truth. Ben might live a great many years. On the other hand, he might go any time. Dr. Lewis would have been startled had he known the queer thrill of excitement his words caused Ben Calvert's wife. Jesse experienced a rush of conflicting emotions. Anticipation, joy, fear. And there was a tinge of regret, too. No matter what she stood to gain, Jessie was still human enough to feel rather sorry for Ben. But then she thought of breath, and all other feelings were erased. 